Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we say happy football Friday with everything else going on, too, including an uh, NBA championship game. You know, what, 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 what are you talking about? Yeah, the NBA tournament finals in season. And uh, I don't know if it matters to every player. Matter to LeBron James. Hey, man, whatever you think of LeBron James and his personal beliefs and political beliefs and things, one thing you can never question about that guy, 39 years old, went out last night, had 30 points. He's 39 years old. And he's talking about wanting to win a tournament that means nothing. There's no ring for it. There's some extra money, but... LeBron's worth a billion friggin' dollars. That's not going to move the meter for him. Uh, but they went out, and, and there's no question. And by the way, the Pacers, the same thing. They just beat Milwaukee. They just pound. They they just did what they did to the Heat just a few days ago. They just go, we're going we're going to score 140 something points. So you guys decide if you want to stay around or not, because we're, we're going to shoot and we're going to score a lot. So they're a fun team to watch, but um. Anybody see the Lakers and Pacers playing each other in the NBA Finals, the one that still counts the most at the end of the year that everybody wants to get the ring and be known as a champion? So, uh, yeah, I don't see I don't see the Lakers or the Pacers. Uh, obviously not the Pacers and uh, maybe the Lakers, but LeBron, 30 points last night. Very impressive game. So, so uh, we say good morning to everybody. And by the way, this goes back to the other part, Pittsburgh, Steelers fighting for one of those playoff positions. So a couple weeks ago, they're in really good shape. Like everybody goes, man, Steelers, they're not scoring, but they keep winning games, finding ways to win. Now they've got losses against Arizona and now the Patriots. Two win teams they have lost to, including last night at home. They made Bailey Zappi in the first half. I thought he was going to throw like 10 touchdown passes last night. Uh, so the Steelers, even though they're seven and six, how do you feel if you're seven and six and you just lost back-to-back games to two win teams, like Arizona, and then last night the Patriots, who are actually still trying to win? I, I give them credit. And by the way, if you're keeping track, Belichick 15 wins from matching Don Shula. So uh, this thing's gonna get real, uh, real interesting. So, so the Steel, uh, the Steelers now seven and six. And, uh, boy, there's got to be a lot of teams like Cincinnati and Buffalo going, man, we just need some more teams to look like you and play like you to uh, let us jump right back in this thing and get one of those wild card positions. 
We uh, we have a lot of news, a lot of stuff to get to here this morning, and we got some whining college coaches, which I was waiting for, about the system and and, and some of it. Even though there was some whining going on, uh, it is the cold college system. I wasn't going to hit this this early, but it's on my mind. Woody, this college system is really screwed up. So I heard Dabo Sweeney come out. And I know Dabo's been fighting this transfer portal and the NIL thing, and we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna I'm gonna do it this way. And I think I think he's coming around because he realizes that as good as they've been, you not recently because he's really fighting the transfer portal and he's fighting, I think, all this money that it takes to get in the game. And so it's hurt him. And he's like, no, we're going to do the high school thing. We're going to get the best players. We're going to develop them through good coaching, and they're going to be in our system. And you're going, no, no, you can't. I mean, you can do that and win games because you're going to get good players. You've got a really good program. You're a well-respected coach. You've got a nice track record and all that stuff. But you can't win. You can't win just on the old system. you got to jump in. you got to pay. They don't want to They don't want to hear about who, who you put in the pros anymore, you got to pay them too. That's a nice story. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know Clemson got a lot of guys in the pros, but I got to get paid too. Because some other schools that may not be as good or have your track record, they're paying. So, so you've got that. But I did hear something <laughs> from a couple coaches yesterday go, yeah, we're getting ready for our bowl game, but we don't know if we have enough corners. I'm still waiting to find out. Some of our players said they're not sure if they want to play yet or not. They're still trying to make up their mind if they want to play in the game. Can you imagine that? And it's going on everywhere. Everywhere for these second-tier games, bowl games. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to play. I may still transfer. I've got that transfer windows open for a month. I'm not sure if I want to play. And I get it. I mean, if you're not going to stay and and be part of the team, and you already checked out on us, you're, you're not going to play in the game. And then you got guys getting ready for the pros, go, you know what, there's no reason to play another game. I could get hurt. I got to get ready for the pros now. May play in a bowl game or two. Uh, senior bowl, that is, not not a second-tier Are they bowl wrong, game. though? No, they're right. And, and here would be my, my response to you is that I don't know who benefits from these games. I'm guessing the schools do. I'm guessing the TV networks do, but the players certainly don't. Are they still doing that nonsense where they give them, you know, a little uh, small gift or something for playing in the game? I don't know. By or the they way, give Woody, you a watch or uh, an iPod. Or well, whatever. they give you that. You know, I mean, they do give you that. They do so give you the watch. Here's and your nice solution. Suit. You want guys to be part of your game? Take care of them. Give them a cut or whatever it so, is that uh, that's coming in from these games. You know what? It's interesting, Woody, and it's a great point. I don't know if they get paid or not for for bowl games. Do they give a little bit of money no, to all those players? No, they don't get they don't they don't pay I them, don't know. No. I mean you get a, you get those gifts, right? Like Oh no, you get a them, nice big they give you the yeah. Nike gives you a nice suit or Adidas, they yeah, give you a nice suit. Stuff with that their, these guys probably don't need. Yeah, not anymore. Right? They go, I, mean, I can buy that with the amount of money I'm I, I'm I'm making on my own team right now. Yeah, they say, hey, you know, ESPN wants to have the the you know the whatever that the roof bowl or whatever they got in Boca. <laughs> you know, you want guys to play in it. Yeah. Hey, here's a, here's a little cut of some of this TV advertising um, money we're taking in from this thing. I um, so it's a crazy time, but in fairness to those coaches, and listen, I don't feel bad for head coaches in college football, but believe me, they're they're doing great. They're doing great. And they're making a lot of money. 
and we're we're seeing the money and it's going up. It it it's it's tracking down some of the top paid guys in the NFL. So and, and they're longer contracts. So so I don't feel bad. I I don't feel bad, but they are in a situation right now with all these things going on at once. And guys got to make up their mind right now if they want to go to the transfer portal or not, whether they're going to turn pro or not if they're underclassmen. Uh, the guys that are really good got to make a decision that know they're a top 100 pick. They got to make up their mind if they want to play it, which most of them, I'm guessing, won't because they've already put enough on tape, as in all season. Uh, it, it's a tough one. So you've got all these guys. That transfer portal, by the way, by the end of this month is going to be stuffed. It's got nothing on you spoiling your kids with all those Christmas gifts underneath. I mean, it's going to be fully loaded, man, and uh, and ready to go. Anyway, besides that, we do have uh, a lot of stuff to get to. I saw the officials just couldn't help themselves again last night, Woody. I didn't see it until this morning. Steelers long snapper on a punt called for a penalty. I don't know if anybody had a chance. They got him on a false start, never moved his body, and all he did was move his head. Three guys jump off. Fourth and three. Would have been a first down. And they call him for a false start. The long snapper. Better known as a center on special teams. So I was like, ooh. So I got to be honest. Sometimes these calls take place. And, and I don't even know what to say. Like, you know, you, you think. You, you try to know the rules. And so, and so I was kind of waiting to see, like, this morning, like, that looks like a bad call. The guy's moving his head to make sure everybody's set, but he never moves anything but his head. See where it's, you know, he's got to look back to see if the punter's all set up and and all those things that go on. I am dying to find out from somebody that's a lot smarter in football than I am. We got a couple of NFL officials that live here in town. We've got a lot of coaches that live here. We got coaches on their way to work. Uh, if you could, man, could you just somehow let me know? If that's a penalty or not, I'm being serious. I, I don't know. Is is head movement for a long snapper? I've just never seen it called. I've seen centers purposely try to make a little move to get guys to jump and try to get away with it because they know they're going to punt anyway and and uh, just try to draw some guys off sides. But I that was a crazy one. That was uh, that was really crazy. Hey, we got a big show this morning coming up. Bradley Chubb. It's having a really good season for the Miami Dolphins. Going to join us in the uh, 7 o'clock hour. We'll talk to to him as a uh, lot of stuff to get to. There's a lot of guys that got to make a business decision this week. Woody, this is a business decision. Derrick Henry is going to play. <laughs> I always love that. Whoever came up with that, remember he's running everybody over and the stiff arm and, and like, you know, defensive backs are going flying and running around trying to jump on his back in that cold weather late in the season. So uh, we weren't sure if he's going to play, and I saw yesterday he said, oh, no, I, I, I'm playing. I'm second in the NFL in rushing, and uh, I'm going to play. I am definitely going to play. So that 6'3", 250-pound, one of the greatest bodies, if you've ever seen him warm up up close, one of the greatest NFL bodies you will ever see. Let's talk about that handful of great, great bodies that guys have, and Derrick Henry's on that. I mean, if you're okay with me saying, I mean, he just physically, that's a that dude looks like when he's not running the football, he's working out in a gym somewhere nonstop. 6'3", 250 pounds, and uh, this week the Dolphins will need to stop 
him and see if Will Levis, who everybody's asking, I well, they're four and eight, you know, they're only scoring seventeen points. I go, yeah, they're they're not bad, like their stats, but they're they're not good. They're just kind of they're kind of in the middle. They've lost some close games. They've been blown out in a few games. He's got a big arm, though. I mean, he makes he makes some throws. He does kind of like a little Josh Allen early in his career type thing. I don't, you know. Well, that far, but how many quarterbacks do we have in his situation where you have the team? We just had one in Washington, same deal, where the the teams are going. We got to keep playing him because I'm seeing signs that he could be the franchise quarterback, but at the same time, I don't know. But well, in their situation, they don't have anyone else, so I guess they're kind of. But well, he they, does. They he do. does. To, to they me, do. Have, by the way, they do have some. They drafted another guy a year before. Oh, that guy. Yeah. And, and, but but I'm just saying, yeah. you know. And I thought you were taking a shot at Tannehill because no, he's no, the I, don't have, I don't. I'm not here to take any shots at Ryan. I don't have any bad feelings towards Ryan Tannehill. Well, it sounded the way you kind of no, said. No, they don't I don't have, have any. I just else. don't. I just don't think they have any any other options at this point. But he does. He has a big arm, man. Like he makes some impressive throws. The team's not very good, which I don't think helps. Some of those guys in our business had him as the number one quarterback in that draft before he dropped to, like, the first pick in the second round. <laughs> yeah, and then they had to show him with his good-looking family sitting yeah, there the, that's the whole right. night. Yeah, Another was, guy had yeah. the good-looking family. Yeah, they had the combo, the, the, the wife, and actually the trio, the girlfriend, the sister and the mother. Yeah, it was a hell of a combo of beautiful people. You're, you're right. God, Woody. You, you, well, I guess the way that. to avoid Derrick Henry is to hit Tyreek Hill for a couple of 80-yard passes to start the game, and then you go ahead by enough. They won't have to uh, – You know, it's, don't leave him in a situation to run the ball. You know, the last couple of days we've had everybody has kind of a, a different take, and it doesn't matter. Right now the only thing that matters is wins, but this MVP thing always pops up, and Tua Tungavailoa and, and Tyreek Hill and – and both guys having – obviously, if you're talking about MVP, you know what kind of season they're both having and what it could look like <clears throat> in five weeks when it's all said and done with both those guys. But it's really interesting when they talk about the MVP award and why wide receivers don't win it. One's never won it. We've had some pretty special guys. We've had some guys put up – Monster years, but usually when they have a monster year, the guy that's throwing them the ball obviously is having a monster year too. Like Randy Moss had that one year in New England. Problem is Tom Brady. Was it Beasley who said it's a quarterback award? It or is. was that Darlington? I, I don't. I think it was. I might have been Beasley who said it was a, a quarterback. Well, award. it mostly no, is. but but it shouldn't be though. It should be – it's not quarterback of the year. It's it's most valuable player. It shouldn't default just automatically to the best quarterback – or to the quarterback on the best team, right? And that's kind of the direction we're trending. And I don't think that Brock Purdy is the most valuable player in football, do you? But he's the best – he's on the best team, and he's their quarterback. So is that what we're going to do so, every year? We're just going to say, hey, whoever has the so best record, uh, we're just going to give it to your quarterback. So it's a it's a big problem because out in San Francisco, they don't think Purdy's the MVP. They think McCaffrey should be the MVP. Yeah. So they're kind of dealing with with what we are and saying uh, he might be the fourth or fifth best player on that offense. And so poor Purdy's out there putting up nice numbers, and they're going, 
system, system, system. Well, I hate the system argument. You know I don't like that. But, like, you bring it back here, and it's like, who's more responsible? And it's such a stupid conversation, right? Well, because it sounds like you're taking a shot at one guy or the other. Yeah, because it's like, who's responsible for the Dolphins' success? Is it Tua? Is it Tyreek Hill? And I guess the only way you could think about that is you think of the drop-off if one guy were out of the lineup. Right? And I, I, I think it'd be significant either way. So here's the problem with this whole argument. Here, here, here's the, for me. Because we get going, Tyreek's having, obviously, he's on pace to have the greatest year of a wide receiver in history of the game. When there's been some great players, including Jerry Rice, who you didn't get to see. But I got to tell you something, man. Tyree, uh, excuse me, Tua Tungavailoa and the throws that he's made and the things that he's doing. Um, You're I, right, and and that's why I don't want to take away from what Tua's done this year. Like I don't like the Tua, Tua, I don't like that you have to do that in this debate Tua because I think be Tua flirting, deserves a ton of credit. Tua could be flirting with high thirties and touchdown passes here. Okay, in, uh, not too long. But I guess my question to you would be: What would the Dolphins' offense look like if you yanked Tyreek Hill out of that thing? Well, you can't. Then you got to do that on every team. And, and yeah, but that's to me. That's how you figure out who the MVP is. It's the guy who is most valuable so, to their team. So let me ask you: Who 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 was Danny? And I'm just going to bring it to Danny because you hate this. <laughs> who who was Danny throwing to in his best year? No, no. <laughs> don't don't. I'm just telling you. They're all connected. There's I know, nothing you can I know, do. But I think more so than I've ever seen, and I don't know how you feel about this, more so than I've ever seen, I've never seen a, a single receiver be this important to the success of an offense. Usually you'd say, all right, oh, next that's, man that's, up, that's, next that's man up, good. whatever, that, we can plug another fair. guy in. I think without Tyreek, everything that the Dolphins are doing wouldn't necessarily work, right? The, the motions... All the, so all the stuff me, that they're running without him, to me, doesn't it's work. It's so funny you're saying that, and I was thinking of uh, of Jerry Rice with with the two guys that he played, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks that he played with and how good he was. we got to go to break here. We've uh, got a lot of stuff. Good to, discussion, though. To good. Yeah. As long as people don't go. Oh, I just don't want it to come off as taking well, a shot at Tua that, because I don't. That's, that's what it's it, not. But it gets back to that. But it I just think if you took Tyreek Hill out of that offense They're doing this with Purdy and McCaffrey. Same thing. Well, All Purdy, right. Purdy is a plug-and-play guy. Come on. Next man up. All right. we Is that your sarcasm? A little bit. Okay. I, sometimes I, it's Friday, and i got to get used to your sarcasm again. I'm not used to it. we got to go to a quick break. we got a lot of stuff to get to. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. I mean, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission. Just, I, I hope I don't miss the layup, really. 
you know, I, I'm, I'm always thinking Tyreek's going to win his one-on-one matchup. I'm always uh, thinking Jalen's going to win his one-on-one matchup. So it's really based off of, you know, if it's a, a one-high look and they're playing man, it's really off of where the safety goes. And if it's not a matchup deal, then we'll just read it throughout the progression of the play. But outside of that, it's just don't miss the layup. That is one confident dude. That's to a tongue of Iloa. By the way, you can have a vision. He's talking about a safety playing center field in the middle of the field and reading to his eyes uh, to try to get a jump if he thinks his body and his eyes and his head are facing a certain receiver. But I got to tell you, man, nobody, nobody does a better job, no one, of looking off where he's going to throw the ball. Matter of fact, I think safeties are going, all right, his body and his head are, are tilted towards the right side of the field over to Waddle. And then all of a sudden he goes, nope, going back to the left. 45-yard pass down the sideline in stride. And uh, there's Tyree Kill and another huge play, which really gets things going. Uh, so, yeah, it's Will Levis. Um, whatever you think of Will Levis, I don't think the Titans know what they have in Will Levis yet because – as Woody said before, part of it is you realize it's not a very good offense in general. Um, their numbers offensively are not very good. I mean, they got a lot of good players. It's like everybody, right, in this league. So you see these games, oh, they suck. And you go, well, actually, they, they have a lot of good players. But the problem is you start losing. You know, winning is really hard. <laughs> losing, like – you can lose one, and the next thing you you know, you can lose four or five in a row. Like you forget how to win, and the same crap that you do every week, you make the same mistakes, and all of a sudden, man, these little sports demons move into your head, and you're like, oh, no, here we go again. Oh, no, God, same thing happened last week. And uh, and so the Titans put them in that same category, four and eight and things, and yeah, they've got Derrick Henry, they got DeAndre Hopkins, and but if you don't have this, this team does not look anything like the team that the Dolphins played in that crummy weather a couple years ago with Brian Flores, and and just kicked us right out of the stadium where it was what thirty friggin' degrees, a wind blowing, it was snowing. Is that it the was hand rain. game? <clears throat> The two his hands are too small to throw in the cold. Is that the hand game? I, there's a lot of stories between Brian Flores and and two in that game, but you know what? Maybe that That's was the storyline to come out of that one. Yeah, that was those are fun times. That was a crazy one. But hey, we moved on, man. That's uh, that's a feels like a long, long time ago now. Good we, point by a texture, by the way. Derek Henry, as far as I could tell, got knocked out cold. Well, in they, that game, they, they go, made How it does a Derrick point. Henry get knocked out and not in the so so he come they come out and they said they reported he was in the protocol, right? Then he's not in the protocol. Then he's questionable with a head injury. So the coach came know. out, Vrabel came out and says, "No, no, no, no. I don't know who started that stuff. What NFL, ESPN, <laughs> yeah, Adam Schefter, the, he well, whoever gave that information not accurate." Talking about, right? And then Derrick Henry came out yesterday. And he said the same thing, like, no, I was really disappointed. I couldn't go back in the game. You know, he's just old school and wants to play. He he just he just look at he wants to take care of his numbers. And I gotta tell you, you gotta have great respect for Derrick Henry, though. First of all, 
Nick Saban tried to kill him with the amount of carries he had. <laughs> but I looked at his carries when he wasn't injured. In 2020, he carried the ball 378 times. This is what happens when you don't really have a life. In 2020, he had 378 carries. In 2022, he came back and had 349 carries. Um, it's it's going to be, I'm guessing, down a little bit. He's not quite at 200 carries right now, but he's second in the league, once again, in rushing like he usually is. But that guy's a workhorse, man. Completely different style. We don't see a lot of running back 6'3", 250, first of all. And he's got some legendary – he's going to have fun when he sits back with his grandkids and he goes, here, watch what I did when I ran outside here. Watch this cornerback try to come up and tackle me high. He made a bad business decision. So we'll see if uh, see how that whole thing goes, and I'm sure the Dolphins have, have had those conversations that I don't want to be part of the NFL Network or ESPN highlights or the red zone highlights during the game. That's on the defensive side. On the offensive side, I got to think these guys are really pumped to play in prime time, man. Right at home, Monday night football. Oh, yeah. No, I think I they're going to be wanting to put on a show. I I agree. <clears throat> this is this is where you get to show everybody. The Dolphins, think about this. They got a bunch of national games coming up. We got a bunch. Like, now we're at the end. I got to believe, is it official NBC had to pick up the the Baltimore game. Like, they had to in a few weeks. I'm looking ahead because I care about what time I get home. But that was supposed to be earlier in the day. And now, that thing, if NBC doesn't have it, there's going to be an announcement coming, right? It's got to be. Yeah, not yet, but... That so you game. got you got the Cowboys game, which is uh you know I don't know what you do you not consider the four twenty five window, like the because that's four twenty five on Fox. That's going to be the the game of the it'll I'm, be the Fox game of the week. I'm guessing they're going to protect that game or try to. Yeah, that'll be the Fox game of the week. And I don't know how the do. network protects their best games. Yeah, think about the ratings that game is going to put together, man. By the way, that, that'll be up there with one of those highest of the year. Well. The highest of the year is going to happen this week with the Eagles and the Cowboys. That thing is NFC East. (laughs) That'll be a good game. Cowboys win that game. I believe they're tied, right, record-wise in losses with the Eagles. Yeah. So then you got that game. You got the Cowboys game, which will be in primetime. You got the Ravens game, which I assume, like you said, they'll move. And then that Bills game at the end of the season has got a TBD next to it. To be determined. Oh, boy. Although that game, unfortunately, for the Bills, may not be as significant as it is for the Dolphins. All I know is... Bills I said, could be out of it Well, and pretty they, soon here. And some of these teams starting to fall apart a little bit. They're going to let them back in. And there's, you know, right now the Bills are trying to grab one of those last wild card positions. I can guarantee you one thing. They're not talking about winning the East. They got other problems right now, including their pass rusher who... I guess is going to be back, Von Miller, and uh, everything going on. And can you help me with that one, by the way? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know what the rule. But but they're Usually not doing that. like it, it. So in, in the criminal justice system, right? It's innocent until proven guilty. Not in the NFL. It's not in the NFL. You get in a headline. You get arrested for that kind of stuff. Aren't you usually like they try to distance themselves from you as quickly as possible? I don't know. I don't know how that. I don't know how that handle. I don't. Honestly, I I have no idea. It'll be a good question for Florio today, but that is a – like, I saw that the other day. They go, oh, he's back, he's going to play. And I, 
What the hell? I didn't see he turn himself in. I didn't see he was going to pregnant girlfriend or something. Well, he's with the team, right? Well, I think he's he claiming it didn't happen, and she was mad about. I don't. And that may that may be so, but usually the NFL kind of jumps on these things and distances themselves. Every time somebody says something, you just can't go by that. I think. But didn't he get arrested? He had to turn himself in. He did have to turn himself in. That's never good. All right, listen, you want to play attorney, I'll keep going on this thing because I don't know. I don't know what you want to say. You're, you I keep just going. thought it was weird. I know you're married to an attorney. Maybe I thought you talked to her about this whole thing. We got to go to break here. We've got uh, Bradley Chubb going to join us early 7 o'clock hour. Kim Bocamper is going to join us. Mike Florio will uh, will join us this morning as as uh, we move on here. But but first, on it's just a really cool day to get out and see your South Florida Chevy dealer. It really is. Suburbans and Tahoes and the Traverse to the Trailblazer, Equinox, a Blazer. I just kind of went through a lot of our SUVs. The big boys like the Suburbans and Tahoes, so comfortable, so nice. Uh, right to the midsize like that Traverse and the smaller ones, boy, do they look nice. The Trailblazer, Equinox, and the Blazer. So much style and substance. Right over to Silverado Trucks, man. And uh, they make every kind of truck possible that to fit your lifestyle. If you're a truck person and you need a full-time working truck, you need a truck that can still get the family around, um, and you do a lot of work around the house and, and uh, some odd jobs, you still need that uh, bed, we got it for you, man. Silverado makes every kind of truck you could ever want, new and used, low mileage, really good shape. There's something for you. And the style and color you're looking for, it's your South Florida Chevy dealers. This weekend, why, if you got a little bit of time, you're starting to look around. That lease is up, or you just want to get something new. You're not happy with what you have. Spend a little time at your South Florida Chevy dealers. We've got convenient locations all over South Florida. Dave Broward, even Monroe County. Find new roads and fall in love today or this weekend at your South Florida Chevy dealer. Things were said about Austin Jackson in meetings, right? Not this year. Yeah, not this year. Past years. Yeah. It's 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 awesome. It's truly remarkable to to sit in those meetings, um, have things told about you that you know aren't true, but they get planted in your head, and you have the media on you as well, and then you have someone like Mike and his coaching staff come in and basically just build you back up. And it's not just Austin; it's really everyone that's been here, you know, for some time, and kind of give you that renewed confidence in yourself to just go out there and be yourself and and play the way you've played. That's why, you know, the organization chose you. You see the fruits of his labor. So I'm very happy for him. And, uh, you know, I I think we'll we'll probably have a a couple of other guys as well, um, hopefully uh, within the near future. So I'm excited about that. Ouch. Tua. Tonga Vila. He's good, man. Now, Tua's really good. Like, you can kind of figure out what he was saying, like uh, Brian Flores' way of doing things, Mike McDaniel's doing way of doing things. Things were said in meetings, like Austin Jackson can't play left tackle, he can't play left guard. What the hell were we thinking? And, um, hey, we've talked about this, man. Part of coaching, two parts. Um, getting guys in a situation where they can be successful, and how you coach them to get there. You beat them up, do you quit on them, or do you pat them on the back and, and help them and, and have the right people to do it? That's part of the assistant coach thing, man. 
And uh, two is right about it. L- listen, that thing with Austin Jackson, if you're one, that's near and dear to his heart. First of all, it's his draft class. They were the two first two picks in that draft for the Dolphins on a year where they had the three first-round picks. And second of all, that's to his backside. That is his right tackle, which is lefty's backside, and a big part of this. And, and, and honestly, durability, production, had an unbelievable pancake block in the last game. Um, he's playing, you know, we talked about Tua, the rehabilitation of Tua Tungavailoa and what he's been able to do. The only story that might be better is Austin Jackson's story. Everybody to a person, former players that watches the practices and games and going, he, he just, he can't play. Coach is right, he can't play. Now, we don't know what's being said. Two has been in those meetings where they're going around going, that frigging guy can't play, that guy can't play, what the hell's going on? And and you can only imagine what that that's like between Chris Greer and Brian Flores, right? They're, they're going through that thing because he's picking the players and I don't know how much Flores has to do with it. We'll never know because nobody ever says anything. And everybody's moved on and, and just like overnight. But two is right, man. This way works. Um, by the way, it, it, it's a good message for not just here. It's a good message for the league. It, it really is. Um, there are certain ways to do it. Uh, I was at dinner last night. And uh, and and people are really interested in in the Mike McDaniel story. I get I get it more than than anything. I get a little bit, you know, Tua and, and Tyreek, but mostly like, hey, what's he like? We hear him, and these people were my age last night, and they were like, oh, we we really like him, man. It's he just he's really refreshing. And uh, and so I was just telling them, I go, yeah, he's he's really into positive reinforcement. As simple as it is. I call it rehabilitation of, of guys, but the, the stories are unbelievable. Like the Austin Jackson story is he's been the most durable guy. He's played the most snaps of starting. And honestly, he's been really good. He's been really solid. I'm not going to say he's the best. I don't know. I'm not even qualified to say it, but, but he's been really good. In this system, he has been really good. Right coach right system um, that has allowed him, allowed him to have some success. And and by the way, you don't think more than any other player on that team, any other player, Tua's got special feelings because he feels like to, he and Austin have been through more than than most guys where some people on this coaching staff, the, the previous coaching staff gave up on him, just flat out gave up on him. And um, – and this guy comes in, and he not only doesn't give up on them, they're not only not better than average, they become really, really good players. It's incredible. This doesn't happen. I don't need, So, well, have you ever – no, I've never done this. Usually guys that start bad, it kind of ends bad. It, it kind of never gets back. And and for all these stories and, – and by the way, too, I say, man, we got more coming, too. <laughs> we got more guys – that have been on the Mike McDaniel program that are going to be getting new contracts that the old guys gave up on. The previous coaching staff gave up on. But uh, that's about his direct shot 
from Tua that we've ever heard about because he never says Brian Flores' name, ever. He's made it a point to, and he's a positive, forward-thinking guy. I don't think he sits. He's asked stuff, and he does answer it. But that just gives you a feel. And that one, I think that had a little Tua buildup on that one, to be honest. He was like, yeah, I want to talk about my right tackle and what he's been through at left guard and at left tackle and can't play and soft and all the things they're saying. Then I hear it in the media. No, no, I'm too, I'm guilty. <laughs> too, I've said some of those things too, and I'm not the only one. So anyway, um, fantastic stuff, man. Just part of the story. We'll see if it uh, continues this week with the uh, Titans coming in town and they should get after him defensively get after them and hit some more big plays and keep this thing rolling uh, with their 10th win, with their 10th win. Uh, Monday night football should motivate you pretty good, that you want to be pretty damn good on Monday night football. I think Monday night football, like Sunday night football, is a little different. I don't hear about people being flat on Sunday night or Monday night football. So I expect everybody that can play will play, and uh, it's going to be a pretty damn good effort from uh, everybody. Hey, uh, speaking of all that stuff, we're going to talk to uh, Bradley Chubb, who another guy has uh, really bounced back this year. He, he, I think he was a little banged up when he got here from Denver. But uh, he's a front-line guy, man, right now. Six and a half sacks and four forced fumbles and pressures and quarterback hits and tackles for loss and everything else and been a big part of Hard Knock. So we got a lot to uh, talk to. To Bradley Chubb, and by the way, Bradley was a the guy. They got this Vic Fangio guy, and and Vic ain't big on a lot of personality. I mean, he's a he's about being a really good coach, and this is how I do it, and it works. And uh, I I felt like Bradley kind of had to spread the word to everybody when this thing started. Like, be patient. He knows what he's doing. He didn't get he didn't he didn't get stupid overnight. Be be patient, fellas. You're gonna play some of your best football. And they have jumped up to number six right now in total defense. I was just going to ask you: Do you think these guys sit around and watch Hard Knocks? I'm, you think they watch themselves on there? Because Chubb had a huge role as the Jalen Phillips episode. Hey, he's also cooking for the guys. Yeah, so. he's hanging out with all the guys. He has them over. They're, they're, that seems like a tight knit group, man. So I'm, I'm excited to hear you talk to him this morning uh, and, they, and see what he says. You know, about it's all that funny stuff, they but. they are a tight knit group and that defensive group when they get stops they all stand up and hug each other over as they're coming off the field um but I think it's kind of across the board the the different groups of players are really tight and root for each other and it kind of starts with the lead dogs right the lead dogs the guys that have that have done it and been there um making sure the other guys are involved and uh it's been great man this whole thing this love affair is working right now. I can tell you that it is working in a big, big way. Do you watch? Like, do you watch with your family? And then you know, you hear because your voice is in it a lot. Are they like impressed at all? No. Anyone at home? No. They don't care. No, I I have a I don't care family. They really? Have, yeah. I think it's cool. I'm watching. Hey, there's Joe. No. They, no. Uh, I I don't get that. No. I have a wife that is. It's not a shot because she's just not impressed. No. So. <laughs> I have a wife that's not a sports fan. I, I don't mean it's not no, it's no, not no. a shot. But you can it's watch just, that show if you're not a sports fan. She asked me, like, how's Danny doing? How's Jimmy? How's Bo? How's Nat? Yeah. 
Um, Never how's Tua doing? Nothing like that. A little bit of Tua or, or people she knows. She goes, oh, yeah, I really like Tua. I saw something. I get stuff like that, but it's real – Woody, it's real generic. It's not. I don't want anybody to think I'm taking a shot at my wife. My God, I don't want to lose this wife. Um, but, <laughs> but it's just like she's just not impressed by it. No, that's, it, that's it all cool. goes back to family stuff. Yeah. Like, and hey, and this, and your mom. What, what are you gonna get your mom for Christmas and stuff like that? You know, it's just. I think it's cool. But thanks, Woody. I appreciate. That. I watch every week. I, I go, hey, there's Joe. Yeah, uh, not a lot of that stuff at the house. All right, right now. <laughs> it's a humbling experience at my house. Leave your ego at the door, jerky. That's what the sign says. Leave your ego at the door, jerky. You haven't done anything here. It works. It works, man, for sure. Atlantic Men's Clinic works too, man. Low T, low testosterone levels. As we get older, it's a serious problem. And you know what? No matter what you tell me, I had some guys in their 60s go, I don't have them. I go, yes, you do. You have low T. Yes, your testosterone levels start dropping 2 to 3% in your 30s every year. So, yes, you're not the same. You don't have the same energy. No, you don't work out like you used to when you're in 30s and, and even your 40s. And some guys, it starts low T kicks in at 40, 50, 60, 70. Uh, sex drive is gone. Um, you're tired all the time. You're wiped out. You're going, hey, can I have Friday night? We'll go out Saturday night. Do you mind? I'm just really tired. Watching TV and fall asleep all the time. <laughs> I'm just telling you, These are some of the things I went through. And, and so I, I went into Atlantic Men's Clinic, and they go, you got low T. And I go, how do you know? How do you know without taking uh, all this blood work done? And, and, and sure enough, you know, it was, it was low TT. They put extra T's on mine. It was so low. Hey, they have six locations in South Florida. They're going to get your energy back. You'll start feeling better. I was gaining weight, too. That's the other one I got to tell you, man. You're like, God, I'm not I'm gaining. All these things, Atlantic Men's Clinic can help you, man. First of all, you got more energy. You burn more calories. You feel like doing more things. You're active. And that by itself. But there's just so many benefits of going to Atlantic Men's Clinic. For the holiday season, if you're looking for the perfect gift to give that person you really care about, Make them aware of Atlantic Men's Clinic. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a teen, a PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. Uh, It's your chance to ask a lot of questions. They'll tell you what's going through, that it's normal, and they're going to help you get it all back. Better workouts, your sex drives back, every other thing. Sleep better. Feel like you get up in the morning going, damn, I haven't felt like this in 20 years. That's a great line we all use. But, hey, it's true, man. Call them today, 877-455-7300, 877-455-7300. Your initial consultation is free, and it's worth it to go in and meet with the professionals at Atlantic Men's Clinic. Visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.